Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome back to the Comedy Bureau Field Report, everybody. Um, I'm Jake Kroger, the creator of the Comedy Bureau and your host. Uh, the Comedy Bureau Field Report, of course, is a member of the Believe podcast family, uh, as they would like me to say, can you believe it? Also, as I'm going to note every episode, the name of the podcast is the Comedy Bureau Field Report, and not as it is shown when you look for it, where it says, believe in the Comedy Bureau Field Report. That is the mandate of this network is to have believe in in front of the name of every podcast. Oh, I get like when when Facebook first started. Yep. And you were like Jake Kroger is, then you would have to be like feeling lucky or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if lucky was your go-to. I don't know how you did it. Um, I don't think I joined Facebook that early. I think I waited like maybe a few months or a year. I definitely I knew that like I got it in college, but I still waited. Um, I was only in college for nine months, and all I got out of it was a Facebook. <laughs> it's like all I have to show for it was it was my face. That, it was always like David Borey is looking for some Rockies tickets or it's like weird shit. Sure, sure. I was not good at it. Oh, I mean, would any of us really want to get good at it like early, early Facebook? I mean, have you found yourself back on Facebook now during the Troubles? Oh, recall, are we co-opting the Irish? Like, uh, I, Are we not supposed to call? I don't know what we're calling it. What are, do, what do we call it? Well, I had heard my dad the other day call it uh, the great pandemic of 2020, but I don't like that. We need something better than that. No, no yeah. The, I mean, it's probably going to have something with COVID-19 in it. Okay. I guess that's okay. What yeah. about COVID-19 and life to go? <laughs> maybe i mean maybe that's like like the name of some benefit charity that, okay like, yeah, yeah yeah we'll think about it we'll get we'll, it like, we'll, we'll get it all right the voice uh, that you uh hearing uh that angelic voice that you're hearing is david bory everybody uh give it up for david yeah give it up for a long time i missed that applause let me just yeah yeah, that's why we got we got to clap everybody in. Um, I mean, amongst being the voice of Comedy Central and having a stand-up uh, special a half hour and um, having a Webby honoree short, The Lot. Shout out to The Lot. Oh, yeah, we got a Webby honoree. Yeah, man, congrats. Um, Thank you. I don't know much what it means. You know, it means that you probably have <laughs> some type of statue and... Um, if we if the Webbies were happening in person, you'd probably be able to give a five word speech, but that's not happening this time. Damn, I wonder what I would say. What would you say? Bust that shit wide open. <laughs> yeah, I think that would work. I think that would work. I, I don't really yeah, because I've never heard anybody say that. Sure. Yeah. In that setting before. Yeah, in that, well, in that setting, that means that, like, everything went back to normal or the virus didn't even happen. So I feel like if you said in these times, bust that shit open, people could misinterpret that as... I think really any times that could have been misconstrued. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. I think you could really say that any time throughout history, people would be like, what the fuck are you talking about? 
True, 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 true. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Um, yeah, it's your birthday. It's your birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. 33 years young. There you go, man. Um, and that segues me into like uh, checking in with you. How are you? Where are you quarantining? Uh, how are things going? Uh, I'm in beautiful Valley Village, California. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's going all right. I don't know, man. It's not, yeah, it's not that bad. It's pretty, you know, uh, well, I, it's not obviously the best, but, you know, I live alone. Right. A lot of chop stop. Yeah. Are you liking uh, the uh, being alone versus like having a bunch of people? I think that I'm not sure yet if the good of, of being alone outweighs the bad. Sure. Like I can't, I haven't, I, 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 it's hard to tell. Definitely, you know, when nobody's there, you really do whatever you want. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, the question is, has that gotten old yet? Oh, it's gotten old. (laughs) It's gotten old and it's gotten weird. I, I think though, I got, I got all the crazy shit out of my system at first. Like I, I got like the sleeping crazy hours, right? And eating all the worst food, and sh- I kind of like not. I tried to knock that out early, so now oh, it's that, like that one week where everyone was horny and said that they were horny. You got that out of the way. Oh no! Well, that's a work in progress. I think that's just what the world is now. Sure. We're just the world is horny right now. Like we're, that's just what we're dealing with. I think it's either extreme, because you're either that or you're just really taking on what the energy of our time is and you're just not feeling it i mean those are the only options right yeah like obviously yeah i think that's fair too because there is a lot of like yeah it was like everybody was horny on maine and now i think everybody's like maybe i'll just sleep till july <laughs> yeah maybe um is or is there anything that you're missing being like alone that you think you might have gotten had you quarantined with people riffing i miss having fun riffs with silly yeah. people yeah i can do it by myself but it's weird oh yeah that would be do you record it like no god no <laughs> god no god no. you don't want to it's like you thought some of my regular material was edgy until you hear the shit i just say to me uh-huh. <laughs> like <laughs> these are these are things that you do not want leaked that might get you canceled is that what you're saying um no might about it (laughs) my shit's raw right but like not like what you would think about it that's as far as i can i'm allowed to go in on that (laughs) you you've made yourself sign your own nda right yeah that's the i'm the only one keeping me safe you know (laughs) well that's good um (laughs) Well, I'm glad you're doing all right. Uh, I want to hear more about what's been going on with you, including um, Faded, the show that you help, uh, the weekly show that you are a part of and going uh, live streaming. But I just want to run through some quick news headlines. Um, feel free to chime in as I go, like really just. I got you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I just want to start off by saying Bob's Burgers uh, got renewed for season 11. at Bang. Uh, yeah. That's a good thing. It's a really, really good thing. Animation is going to be like the thing that keeps people at work and what we're probably going to get for new content if we don't want to watch things that use Zoom. Yeah, which I don't, yeah. I found. Yeah. That's just me personally. You know, I, I want to say that people figure it out 
every like they get better every week. Yeah, that's the thing. And we're all taking the hard lumps right now. Yeah. Right? To like figure it out. I like to say that we've been drop kicked 15 years in the future. Like this is what we would have been doing 15 years from now. And now we have to all figure it out like instantly, you know? Sometimes I feel like I'm in that movie Wally. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I'm just a fat dude in a chair just like looking at shit. No, I mean, you're not alone in that feeling, man. Don't worry about it. It's no, it's, I mean, that's where we're all at. That's where we're all at. Yeah. In our own, own ways. And, uh, you know, I mean, I'm glad that Bob's burgers, I'm, you know, I can't say that I'm entirely surprised that they got a renewal, but I'm glad that they did. And that also means that that Fox animation block, which it just seems kind of untouchable, you know, just uh, the Simpsons family guy and Bob's burgers. I don't particularly watch the Simpsons and Family Guy anymore. Yep. Right. Just because, like, mm-hmm. just, I don't know, man. But every time I tune, I will say every time I tune back into the Simpsons, I'm like, it's still the Simpsons. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not one of these, like, oh, it's so terrible now. No. I mean, I honestly I haven't tuned in in a while either. But, yeah, it's the Simpsons. And I feel like that block actually represents a whole wide spectrum of, like, taste and comedy. Yeah, and how old are you? 30. I'm a year younger than you, man. Yeah, so that shit, The Simpsons has been on our our whole lives. We're going to not watch it sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, I don't ever remember a time in my life that The Simpsons didn't have new episodes. Right. In fact, you know what? Everybody who's been like, all right, this is the time where I'm going to, like, finish this series, finish that. Like, I hear about The Sopranos or Six Feet Under. Haven't heard people go through all The Simpsons yet. Because you just can't. Because <laughs> yeah. there's like, what, 25 seasons now? And I feel like they all have 25 episodes. Yeah. I mean, I mean, check my math, obviously, after this, but right. I'm pretty sure that's 1 million episodes. <laughs> yes, certainly. So, like, like that's that, fu- you can't. Nobody's yeah. got time for that. No one's got time for that. But, yeah, uh, Bob's Burr's, uh, they, uh season 11 is actually already underway. They just officially announced it this week. Um, also... Uh, another series that got uh, picked up again was Alternatino, Arturo Castro's uh, sketch series that was on Comedy Central. It's going to Quibi. Uh, Quibi, we'll talk more about later. You ever um, one? Did you ever watch Alternatino? And two, what do you think the state of sketch comedy is? Those now? are two very different questions. Yes, they uh, are. Yeah, I did. I never. I mean, one leads into uh, the other. Because I would say that I never watched Alternatino on Comedy Central, sure. but I watched a bunch of sketches via social media and shit. Yeah. And then that is, I think, the state of sketch comedy, right? Has anybody ever watched Key and Peel on television? I don't know. Right. I remember I was even at a taping for the live audience part, and I was yeah. like, are, wait, why are we doing this part? Yeah, like I don't. So I, I, I don't ever watch. I mean, I guess SNL sometimes I'll go in and I'll watch the whole episode. Sure, that's the one. I feel like that's just sort of how we grew up, though. Of like before YouTube and social media, you just watch all of SNL. Or, or Here's the crazy thing: I never watched Saturday Night Live growing up in my life. Wow. I hated that shit and Matt. <laughs> And mad. I did not like, and I didn't really like all that. I didn't care for sketch comedy much growing up. Right. Basically, until Key and Peele, you could 
you didn't really care. Well, until Chappelle show. Oh, okay. All right. Fair enough. Yeah, and then, yeah. I, and then I was like, okay, because Chappelle show happened, and then I heard this sketch that Adam McKay wrote that basically got me into comedy. Right. So because of those two things, I like, I like, I liked it. Right. Yeah, I think uh, I've said this. Before, it was a funny show. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It's one of the most groundbreaking sketch shows. You know, um, not to make like a like a ranking or whatever, but definitely, I think Chappelle's show. Like when you talk about the sketch shows of comedy history, like Mr. Show and SNL, like it, I think it is in the same conversation for sure. I think definitely. I mean. That show like broke. It was the zeitgeist. Everybody mm-hmm. was saying Rick James, bitch. And we didn't really have anything like that yeah. from SNL from, since I was like, I mean, I guess there was like more cowbell and shit like that, but it wasn't like, it was never like, nothing was like Rick James, bitch. That was, remember, that was like people's personality. Yeah, man. There were guys who were there to be like, oh, this guy's so funny. And then he would just be like, I'm Rick James, bitch. And everybody would be like, whoa, that's hilarious. I, yeah. Think how many houses didn't get TP'd because teenage boys were watching like DVDs of Chappelle's show over and over and over and over. Yeah. I mean, I fucking, I, 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 I so much. It brought, yeah, that shit was huge. Yeah, man. For sure. Um, I have watched Alternatino. I do uh, enjoy it. Um, like when it was on in Comedy Central, but like you were saying, I didn't watch it on air. I would watch it on like YouTube clips and stuff like that. Um, I'm glad they went to Quibi though. Yeah, I, I like it's uh, a big check, and I don't have to say it anymore because it's hard to say. <laughs> yes, because they 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 didn't they. You know what it stands for, right? Quibi. What? You know what Quibi is shortened oh, for? Oh no, I was talking about Alternatino. Is oh right, right. Like announce, make an announcement with Alternatino in it. It's very difficult. Yeah. It'd be like Alternatino Tuesdays at seven or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, uh, in case people didn't catch that in my, me uh, giving David's credits, David is the voice of Comedy Central. Uh, all anytime you're getting Comedy Central updates on uh, broadcasts and promos and stuff, that's David's voice. David. Yeah, but I can read. It's not like I can't. I feel like that Alternatino thing made me sound dumber than I am. <laughs> um, or maybe I, I it was perfect. Huh? I said, or maybe it was right on the nose. Maybe I'm I think that you're dumb. fine, man. I think you're fine. You know, it's a weird thing. Like, like I think if you were just reading it normally, you probably wouldn't get, think about it twice. It'd be easy. But then when you have to like sit down and you got to like read copy, that's like a whole nother. And I think it was on Tuesdays, so it was just hella tease. Right. Alternatino Tuesdays at seven. It's just a lot of. So is that like you doing like ten takes of that, or like? Ah, you give them three takes each if it goes good. Right. Cool. Um. Well, I'm glad that's going to Quibi. That makes your life a little bit easier, and that that show gets to live on. Um, Peabody Award nominations were announced this past week uh, and as far as comedy is concerned uh, Fleabag, Rami and um, Dickinson uh, were nominated for Peabody Awards. I'm so trash I don't even know what Dickinson is So Dickinson is an Apple TV Plus series where they uh, did sort of a wild reimagining of the 
teenage years of Emily Dickinson. Sounds okay. rocking. Yeah, Wiz Khalifa's in it. Uh, John Mulaney's in it. Hanging out with teenage Emily Dickinson. Played by Haley Steinfeld, yeah. I'm, so I'm, what does Wiz Khalifa do? He plays I I so full transparency. I not seen the series. I can tell. Yeah. I was getting I was getting to the like the end of my being able to bullshit about it. I mean, this is just all quoting off of the trailer basically. It looks like he's an apparition of some sort. What? I know, right? Is he an apparition of Wiz Khalifa? Yeah, it's very clearly Wiz Khalifa in No, 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 but I mean does is Emily Dickinson aware that there's a man named Wiz Khalifa in the future? Oh, no. <laughs> he plays somebody else that's more time appropriate, but it looks like Wiz Khalifa for sure. Huh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, that earned them a Peabody nomination, uh, amongst other things I'm sure that they did in that show. I watched two out of th- the three of those. Same. Same. I really, really loved Fleabag. Uh, and I've enjoyed, like, Rami feels like one of the more cinematic TV shows that's ever sort of existed. Yeah, it was beautiful. Definitely an A24 joint, right? Yeah. It oh, you can like, you can feel that A24 yeah. touch. Yeah, in the same vein of, like, American Honey and yeah. uh, uh, what else? Like, Florida Project, which is cool. It looks beautiful. They got that, like, they do that shit that, uh, oh, what's his name? The guy who did Jerry Maguire. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, um, no, that Cameron Crowe? That's not Cameron Crowe. Yeah, 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 yeah. He did that thing he does, and a lot of people do where, like, uh, it always looks like one time a day. Mm-hmm. It always looks like a, like, like, Rami always looks like just after dark, kind of. Right, right, right. Like, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. like, yeah, that's that's so, I always think it's funny when that happens. Yeah, it's it's con- it's this one constant and that, well, it also blurs your perception of time in the universe of the show. Yeah, I haven't gone back and watched Rami again. Maybe I'll do that. Yeah, that, I mean, that's. I really the- liked it the first, like, it was one of those ones, like, it came out, it was like, it was like Shrill or anything else, any of those Hulu shows, you know, you watch it in the three days right after it comes out. Right. Or you wait until a pandemic and then you watch it all. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, so the Peabody Award nominations uh, were announced and um, they'll be doing a sort of remote um, ceremony. Who won the last? Who won the last Peabody's for comedies? Um. Oh God, I want to say that season one of Fleabag, I, I got one, but they got two Peabody's. Maybe. Well, so these are just nominations here. Oh, I'm, they got two nominations. Okay. okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll look up. Um, I kind of like season one better than season two of Fleabag. I think. Why do you say that? Uh, I don't know. Both seasons really stress me out, though, is kind of the thing about that show. Really? Stress you out how? Sometimes I feel... (laughs) When someone is just like a whirling dervish in someone else's life, and you're just witness to that, it's like I find it very stressful. Oh, sure. That someone's just unhinged and you have no idea... 
And just like you see it, how it's affecting another person's life. Mm-hmm. Like I felt like everybody but the preacher knew what was going to happen. Right. You know, even he did. And it's just like, because have you ever made decisions like that where you're like, I know that this is going to wreck me, but I'm just going to stay the course. Mm-hmm. It's just like a very, it's stressful to watch. It's like watching the new season of Insecure and you're like, oh man. This best friendship is just breaking up, but I just got to watch it. Yeah, why do you got to do that, Molly? Why do you? Yeah, yeah. Why? why? And, and, then, and then they give you, they were so smart to give you the foreshadowing, right? Right. So Absolutely. that you know the whole time you're just like, so that's what I mean. It's like, it's like very, it's a very stressful watch for me. All right, so I got it. Um, last year's winners, Barry, The Good Place, Patriot uh, Act with uh, Hassan Minhaj, um, I get, can you count random acts of flyness as comedy? I don't know, maybe. I, yo, that's one I still haven't bit my teeth in. Mm-hmm. And uh, End of the Fucking World on Netflix. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I mean, so stronger showing for comedy last year. There was only three thus far. You know. Yeah, we'll see. Um, very quickly wrapping up our headlines. Um, SF Sketch Fest. They're uh, going into their vault uh, and releasing uh, exclusive live performances um, like on a weekly basis that you can like buy or rent. Um, of course, SF Sketch Fest is like one of the world's biggest comedy festivals. Uh, I feel like- Wait, so you can, ju- you can just rent an episode of Sketch Fest? Well, not necessarily an episode. So like they'll do like, um, I don't think they have released this yet, but like, you know, they did that big Pete and Pete reunion a few years ago. Yeah. And that's archived somewhere. And so eventually they're going to release that reunion and you can buy or rent that. Huh. Sounds like something that would be cool if they were giving performers money from, huh? (laughs) I sincerely hope that that is a thing. But I think we both sincerely know with that crew, maybe it's not particularly. Did you ever get to do sketch as David? Oh, a bunch of times. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, I don't like four times. <laughs> you said so much in how you answered that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I haven't. Yeah, I've done it. Yeah. That's like somebody who's done Edinburgh like three or four times and, you know, they did all 30 days and then you're like, yeah, I've done it. It's, you know, festivals too. I mean, it's so funny to think that that era is probably over or whatever, but uh, <laughs> the comedy festival era, mm-hmm. different different festivals treat performers at different levels very differently. Right. Um, they do, for sure. And, uh, and some are like a fun for everybody kind of vibe. Right. And some maybe do not do that. Yeah, we're they're more focused on the headliners or whatever. But I do think there are a lot of cool things that they've done over the years. That I'm oh, curious. for sure. Yeah, I'm curious. I'm yeah. Like, yeah, they let me do a live table read of Shakes the Clown. I got to meet Florence Henderson. Whoa. Well, I hope that comes out, and I hope you get paid for it. No. <laughs> no, I mean I hope it comes out. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be great. Um, but yeah, you can just go to sfsketches.com and get more details on that. They've started releasing stuff every week. Um, I, okay, I guess the one of the, one of the big to- uh, two big topics I, I want to get to now. Um, 
are bigger. We don't. I mean, I wanted to run through these headlines really quick, but hey, you sorry, know. man. It's all good. I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a ch- I'm a chatty Kathy. I love you being a chatty Kathy, my man. Um, uh, big news. Uh, I'm sure everyone's heard, but R.I.P. Jerry Stiller. Yeah, fuck, man. A.K.A. Frank Costanza. Uh, AKA, how- AKA Arthur Spooner. Dude, mm-hmm. that's why, yo, I didn't even, man, I used to watch King of Queens mm-hmm. after school. You remember it would come on like after football practice? Sure. Like around that time. I used to watch, he was the funny, Jerry Stiller is so funny. Yeah, man. Yeah. And I, and uh, in writing about it uh, on the Comedy Bureau, like when the news broke, um, I wanted to remind everybody that he also was like, Part of the compass players which is like the proto like the prototype to what is long form improv now right yeah like that a lot of people who were part of that group um like him and his wife amira uh they went on to form the second city in chicago and he like was a hip cat he's a hip cat man and then you know he just got like uh he got to be that dad authority figure for like ever there's something to be said for those guys who could just like knock it out of the park. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that was, he just like, even as a kid, I didn't like Seinfeld that much when I was a kid. It was like, like I liked the it. kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I liked it. Okay. But I always thought he was funny. And now come to find out as an adult, I don't particularly like King of Queens. I just thought that he was so funny. Yeah, absolutely. Like, uh, he, yeah. I mean, that's, that's the sign of somebody it's true, like truly remarkable in, in their field. I mean, like they, I mean, you know, just standing out in something like King of Queens, um, where, I mean, for better or for worse, I mean, hey, if you like that show, that's all great, but it just seems bland. Hey, come on. It also had a young Patton Oswald. Right. The, do you uh, ever see that clip of where there was an episode where Patton just stands completely still in the background? No, that's really funny, though. Yeah, because, like, that's how, like, just formulaic that show was. Because they did it multicam and all the setups are the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he wanted to see, like, if he could get away with it. <laughs> that's really funny. Um, but, yeah, Jerry Stiller was funny on that show. Yeah. R.I.P. R.I.P. Any any other memories of Jer- uh, Jerry and seeing him in movies or anything? Or maybe do you get to meet him or anything like that? I never got to meet him, but just, uh, yeah, everything. He's one of those, like I said, he just doesn't miss. Watched a lot of King of Queens, though, mm-hmm. just because Arthur's character was so funny to me. I think it's obviously, if you've ever seen me do comedy, I think yelling is funny. Right. Uh, and he, like, but not like, I don't. I mean, I don't know if I'm going to get in trouble. Whatever. I don't think, like, Sam Kinison is yelling is funny. I think there's, like, a way to do it where it's, like, controlled. And Mm -hmm. I think Jerry Stiller was, like, one of the kings of that. (laughs) Like, he's so good at it. Yeah, if you keep yelling, if you keep yelling, it becomes not as effective. And it's just, like, I felt like with Kinison, it's just, like, "Ah! Ah!" there was no tone to it. Right, like Jerry Stiller's was always like, oh, da, 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 da. like it was yeah. like, oh man, he just had his cadence was very funny. You know, I bet if you were to compare Kennison and um, Jerry Stiller, there was uh, a, a marked difference in their amount of um, coke that they did. I I can't call it. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm just going to say that that probably affected the performance, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, if I did a bunch of coke, I wouldn't want to wear bandanas and scream at people all night, too. <laughs> yeah. Does he ever watch the Kinnison's first set on, like, a, uh, a, The Tiny Show? No. Um, Is it just like suit? His first late night set? No. He's, dude, he looks like uh, like like um, part of a resistance movement. He's wearing a black beret and a trench coat. Oh, that's the better look then. When he yeah. started wearing that long bandana and like the skull ring, it was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, like Aerosmith got their look from him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I remember he was doing a late night like talking shit about rappers and shit. And I was like, you got the nerve to talk about rappers dressed like that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. But either uh, way. You know. Anyways, but R.I.P. Jerry Stiller. Um, go, as I say, like, go watch Seinfeld, go see uh, him in King of Queens, go peruse his IMDb. And, and yeah, Zoolanders and Heartbreak Kid. He's in some stuff. He's funny in Heartbreak Kid. Oh, yeah, man. Sitting he, in the he, hot tub with the, the thing best. Is he's just one of those, like, solid, and I don't mean this to say this in a reductive way, but solid character actors. Like, he, they, there's a thing they cast him for, and he always knocks it out of the park. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so quickly back to Quibi. Um, <laughs> oh, Quibi. Oh, Quibi. That tagline? Should that be their tagline now? Like, oh, Quibi. I think it would sell as many memberships. <laughs> yes. Uh, so uh, this week, uh, had a creator uh, and head of uh, Quibi, um, Jeffrey Katzenberg, uh, you know, was getting interviewed about. Quibi's success and was saying that, uh, of course, it's not what they expected, but uh, it's all due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, oh, they were expecting more. They were expecting way, way more. I mean, oh, they put okay, so cool. much money on it. Yeah, that's a guarantee. Uh, yeah. I mean, don't you love that? I mean, people put all these different labels on it, but it's high stakes betting, you know? All of this is just yeah. like... I'm gonna put a bu- I'm gonna put billions of dollars down a mobile only streaming service. Yeah, it's crazy, dude. It's it's crazy. I don't know if if it's working. I well, don't have it. I will say this: I like Quibi in the sense that they have given, they've bought or produced a lot of interesting stuff that I of people that I really, really love and I think is very funny, um, I have yet to watch it though. I mean, I have the free like three months. Yeah. And it's just sitting there because um, there's just so much stuff that I like am catching up on A and B that's sent to me that I have to watch and listen to to write about. Yeah, so before, I get that. I don't know, I, it could work, man. I don't, I don't listen. I talk a lot of shit. I don't also know what, what, what do right. I, I don't know if I know. Well, I think the thing may, you know, maybe I'm being, I know I don't want to watch TV on my phone right now. I right. I that's that. the thing is like, we're not on the go anymore. I think yeah. that's the problem. And maybe, I don't even want to watch my TV on my phone when I'm on the go, but like, right. For sure. Not when I'm like, right. Also at home. Do you ever see those promos for Quibi that, uh, like so they were doing all these like clever like essentially sketches of like 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 comical situations where you had to kill 10 minutes and they're like oh i didn't see that yeah that like you know somebody who who got 
bit and they got turned into a zombie so they, they you would have to wait 10 minutes for before you could kill them okay they're so like oh you just got to watch one quibi and then you can take care of it like that oh i get it that's uh hey who knows hey i'm on quibi so i can't talk a lot of shit yeah what are you on quibi for i'm on the game show oh game show shout out game show love game show yeah and then i'm on uh will this will smith thing Oh yeah, what's the name of that? Uh, the full name of that again? This Joker. This Joker. Wow. Is there a origin story behind that? Uh yeah, I read it in the thing. I don't remember. Uh-huh. This cool experience though. Everybody all they got all good comics. It was pretty dope. Oh, like, I remember. I remember there being a time where mysteriously you and other comics that I love were starting to like post all these Instagram stories (laughs) from Vegas and like, wait, what the f didn't I see David yesterday? (laughs) What? Huh? Yeah. We were all doing it big Willie style on the roof, drinking champagne. That shit was crazy. Yeah. And then like, you're asking, like telling Will how to like say whatever you want for this promo. (laughs) Yeah. He, he definitely endorsed my half hour. Mm -hmm. Uh, I feel like that was like a million dollar promotion. I feel like it would have cost a lot of money if I don't like <laughs> sent him a letter or some shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, it was cool. But yeah, so I'm on that whenever that comes out. <laughs> it's pretty out, man. Oh, is it out? Yeah, yeah. So Quibi launched like uh, a month ago. and But the Will Smith show is out? Oh, no, not the Will Smith. The game show's out. Game show's out. Yeah, game show's out. This Joker, I don't Did the host say bring up everybody like, this Joker, this next Joker? No, they said our names, thankfully. Thankfully. Well, it was good, though. I think it's going to be good. Lance Bangs made it. Will Smith was cool. Everybody's oh, yeah. really cool. Shout out Lance Bangs, man. Yeah, shout out everybody on it, too. Clayton English, Christy Chiella, a bunch of really funny people. There's a bunch of people. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, maybe that'll be the thing that saves Quibi. Maybe that'll be it. They were, I don't know if you heard or remember this, but they were about to shoot like their own stand up series that was going to be filmed at the lab at the improv. What was that going to be called? Uh, hot off the mic. Okay, that's a cool name, yeah. But then that all their dates were in late March and April. Oh man. But they were going to film it at the lab, huh? Yeah. Was it just going to be a bunch of like uh, improv regulars or who was going to be on it? I don't know. No one knew. I did. I tried to find out. I actually tried to get in on trying to consult for it, but of course none of that happened. You know. Yeah. I know I I, I know I wasn't in it because I didn't hear about it. Right. Nobody I know or people are in shit they don't tell you. Oh, people are just terrible at telling people anything. You don't have to tell nobody your shit. You know, yeah. Well, they, they, they. Uh, some people just think that they'll be hear- heard of because they exist. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, on to like more of what you've been doing, um, comedy-wise in quarantine. Uh, I know that every week um, you do the Faded Corn stream, which is the yes. version of Faded, a beloved Friday weekly stand-up show here in Los Angeles. 
that has survived. You know, it's a show that's a survivor. You guys moved from an art supply store <laughs> to a belly dancing center. Yeah. And now into a, what I'm guessing is a place where people rehearse for commercial auditions. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. No, we really are the little engine that could. Yeah. Uh, and, we'll be, uh, and, 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 and if we can ever go back to doing stand-up shows again, we'll do that too. We will. It's just a matter of when and who hasn't gone entire, entirely insane yet. Yeah. Which, I mean, hopefully there's a new class of comics then. Have you seen how everybody else is doing this? Oh, there is, man. Fucking, I did a Zoom mic like two weeks ago and there was somebody who was 20. Then there was me. There, so basically there was Gen Z, Gen X, and millennials all on the same mic. Wow. Yeah. Well, but I don't think now is the time to learn how to do comedy. No, but I think like, you know, I think people, there, there's, because it's done remotely now. Yeah. I think there's a barrier of entry perception wise that uh, people are like, yeah, maybe I'll try it. Cause like they, they, you're not really in front of people, you know? I don't like that. Me either. But <laughs> I, I, don't like, I, I don't think that's good for what we do. No. Well, I mean, when things go back, they'll be, they'll go to a real mic and they're like, Oh no, no none of this works anymore. Yeah, that's true. Right. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe they will be better. Maybe I'm just a dinosaur. I, once I, once again, I cannot call it. Yeah. It's it's really hard to say <laughs> right now. Is it the same? No. Does it feel like it kind of works sometimes? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm curious. All right, so tell me how the corn stream is going. It's fun, man. It's just, uh, you know, we just, we pretty much just, uh, we, we just call up friends of the program every Friday. Right. Last Friday, we had a band on. Ooh, what they band? All, uh, Divine Sweater. They're from Boston. Awesome. They were all in different places, but they played their new single. Right. And then we're just, it's not stand-up. If anybody, I just want to say that. It's not, you just call and talk shit. It's not stand-up at all. Yeah, if anything, that this is like truly kind of like a true hangout show. Like, so you had a band. Every week you see if Sean is going to hit his head trying to do a skateboard trick in his... Yeah, head. yeah. He kick-flipped his, his, his fiance the other day, which was pretty cool. That's pretty cool. So it's basically just like hanging out in a parking lot with a bunch of people, you know? Right. Smoking weed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's really the vibe of the whole thing, which feels good, you know? Right, right. Feels normal in these trying times. Like if Faded were to do a morning radio show, this is what it would be. Yeah, basically. Yeah, not zoo crew, just like just like a chill hang. Chill morning hang. Yeah. I could I get up. But I'm glad I'm yeah. And um in watching different comedy shows too, Twitch streams, you guys seem like you've retained like your uh your regulars. That's the thing too, is like I feel like we're not really focused on growing uh the shit, but uh, yeah, we got all our regulars, so it feels like when we had our our show going, and that's the best part, you know. It's just like giving people something to do on Friday night again, right? And then, I mean, the connection. I mean, that's one of the harder parts of this, and just knowing that even though you can only see them in the Twitch chat, yeah, yeah, but you can still pay, you know, 
a hundred bucks to see Mike's feet or to see Sean do a kickflip. Isn't that the crazy thing is like some of these, like you guys and there are other shows that get to do this with like Butterboy or Hot Tub, like I feel like they're almost making as much money or sometimes more than they would have at a normal live show. I I don't know if that's on feet on feet on flashing feet. Not flashing feet, but in general, like <laughs> the idea of like doing stuff on a show and then people giving money. Yeah, I don't really love it particularly though. Yeah. Just like I don't want that to be where entertainment goes. No. It's not like the audience just yells out shit to give us money for. I don't. We're doing yeah, it now, but like I don't want that to. Yeah, I don't man. want that to stay. <laughs> yeah, it it's just kind of odd. Like the um, there was a. Uh, uh, Q&A with the cast and creators of Last Man on Earth and they were doing it for charity and like I think I tuned in like two thirds of the way through and a lot of what they ended up doing was like oh I'll give you 50 bucks if you say this like catchphrase right now and like yeah that's what I don't I don't like that yeah because <laughs> it feels like that's not that's not what it it, it was never you don't get to curate it I yeah. get to curate it Hit me you up on Cameo like, if that's what you want. Yeah, you come because you like the way that I curate it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, so that Faded's corn stream is every Friday at 7 p.m. Pacific yes, time. 7 p.m. Uh, Pacific time. 10 p.m. Eastern time uh, on Twitch. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Faded. Yes. Great. Um, just really quickly, are you still doing, uh, are you still the voice of comedy? Are you uh, holed up in Valley Village just recording promos all day? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> not all day. You would be bummed out if you knew how little time it took. Uh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> but yeah, still am. Still am. That's great, man. Well, that means you're working and uh, you, uh, that's an honestly easy thing versus I've, people whose co- entire companies have gone remotely. It just seems like a nightmare. Yeah, that shit. See, I, I'm no, I'm so fucking lucky, man. I, I got no. Can we curse on this thing? Or are you gonna have to bleep it out? Yeah. <laughs> I ask an hour in. It's a, it's, it's okay. Two yeah. episodes ago, Ahmed Weinberg, as a bit, um, said that Nick Nimrov was a pedophile, and then I had Nick on That's to be I like, did. "Why are you doing this?" Because they were, and there was a whole thing that ended up being like, oh, but his album is really great. And even though Nick's like, I'm saying he's a pedophile, but only because I'm jealous that uh, you should go buy his album. Oh, that's a reason to call somebody that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It was, it's probably will be the wildest episode of this podcast for quite some time. Nah, you don't know. We just got, we just got locked into July. Shit's only going to get weirder. Sure. Oh, yeah. Like, you think people are weird now, double it. Right. Well, here's the thing about that, I would say, is that, like, oh, we got locked in. The uh, the rest of the reopening is, like, you don't get to go and hang out anywhere. You, It's all just curbside stuff. Yeah, right. You, catch so you still have, have to go back, back home. Tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but that's always how it was. You still. Yeah, so it's just, it's, like, almost kind of the same. Like, even it, if... No. No way. Well, you, I mean, a lot of stuff here, even though our safer at home order is extended, like, um, is like, it's only curbside anyhow. Like there is. No, no. I mean, I mean, it's not the same though. Like that, like 
you used to, we all used to go places and hang out for hours or yeah. even like just hang out in front of somewhere and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, th w that's what I mean is like, you still wouldn't be able to do that in the other counties of California where they get to open up early. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's still just curbside stuff, man. Like, you like, you, yeah, more stuff will be open, but like, you still have to just order online or order by phone and go pick it up and go home. Yeah. Or do a park, or do the beaches that are they're going to open? Yeah. Uh, I mean, supposedly that's next week. I mean, this is all, that's the weird thing. I, I think you said before we started the pod is that like, yeah, we all knew this, but the emotional resonance of it being official, just like, yeah, the way they handed it down, you know? Yeah. And you're like, man. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, you know, hopefully zoom backgrounds get more realistic. I mean, yeah, I set my background for a, an asshole the other day. People did not like. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. Yeah, they didn't think. I thought it was hilarious, though, so right. I kept it up for a while. <laughs> it wasn't like a pitch meeting. It was just like some friends. Sure. Yeah. That would be, dude, what a power move to have that. In a oh, just me in front of like a straight up asshole. In a, power, in like, a business meeting? Yeah, so it's Broad City mixed with Price is Right. What's yeah. that? That's my asshole. <laughs> Viacom, your move. Yeah, and they might not. They have to take the meeting because I think that has just as good of a shot as working as it as it is doesn't. Yeah, absolutely, man. <laughs> absolutely. Um, is now that your the short film that you uh, uh, co-wrote and uh, star in uh, has gotten awards and notoriety being a video staff pick and getting a Webby honorary award. Any other plans for it? I mean, for it specifically, not really. Okay. <laughs> I know it sounds so weird, but we kind of just made it to make a thing. Right. I think that's then, always the best way to do it. I mean, if you're trying to like, I mean, there are ways to game the film festival circuit, but like, yeah. I don't think uh, when when you kind of just want to go and make something that you truly feel like, I mean, it's drawn from your life, so. Yeah, and it wasn't like set up to be like a part of a bigger thing. Mm -hmm. It was just more like, oh, can we shoot this piece of this time and place or whatever? Mm -hmm. And we did that. So like, it's like, yeah. But, you know, like everybody else, there's obviously other stuff in development or whatever. But yeah, not that specifically. Right. Are you thinking of another short to like shoot um, whenever you can do that? You know, people have been able to make stuff that's socially distanced. Yeah. I mean, you know, obviously I like doing that. So right. there's ideas in the hopper, but you know, who knows? Who knows right. how this is all going to shake down? All right. Uh, cool. <laughs> I, you're just going back to your self-imposed NDA. I get it. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I don't, I don't know nothing. We're almost at the end here. I just have uh, one question um, that, you know, I probably wouldn't ask in normal times because it would be normal, but um, do you have any predictions for what comedy will be like leading up to the pandemic ending or what it will be like after? Uh, I have high hopes for afterwards. I think there's going to be, I think if you're going to stick with it through the whole pandemic and then like 
risk your life to do it afterwards, I think it's going to kind of trim the fat on maybe a lot of, there were so many comics. You remember that just like six weeks ago, there was like too many comics. Oh, I dude, I knew like (laughs) I running the comedy bureau. I like, yeah, you know, you know, firsthand. I got a pretty good guesstimate that like on a given night, there's a, at least a few hundred comics trying to perform somewhere in the greater LA area. And that's just like actively going out. Yeah, that is a shitload. So, I mean, right. You know, but so I hope that maybe this will lead to people who are being, but who knows? I don't, I don't, I don't really know. I, I can't, I can't. <laughs> Foresight has never been my thing. Sure. I mean, I don't know. I, it'll be interesting. That I, I think there's probably going to be like the end of the pandemic, I think is going to be like, like when there's officially a vaccine and everybody can get it, it'll be an actual New Year's. Like it'll yeah. be what, like new, what New Year's is supposed to be. Oh yeah, like it's yeah, I could see that being the case. And and as such, then people will do like do the whole thing, the resolution and whatever, and you'll get New Year's resolution like or post pandemic resolution like comics. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But then it's also, but you got to think when this shit goes back, a lot of people are going to have to get back to work in sure. a major way. You know what I mean? So I don't think it's going to be as many people who have time to just hang out, do it, doing comedy all night. But I don't know. I don't know. Here, here's a sign of hope, man. So the Disneyland Shanghai opened up this week. Um, and with, they had to do like 25% capacity or 20% capacity. As soon as they put tickets online sold out immediately yeah i mean i could see that people want to get out right yeah it, and it's just like i i to me that says like people are desperate for live in-person entertainment yeah i believe it like so as soon as they're allowed to they they want it yeah but we'll we'll see it's also safety and i don't know man i think stand-up will come back though i don't think it's like dead forever anymore. no i'm definitely not what one of those. Have to see how it works it'll be different i mean that's why i even asked this question at the end of the podcast it'll be different who knows maybe it'll be better maybe this shit is only going to get better sure i want to hope so it definitely has made people more creative you know i've already seen people have like a type five with like in zoom you know yeah they have like props and shit like it wouldn't ever work i don't think on stage right but like, because this is like the framing and like, you know, you're in your room, they're like utilizing that space. Right, right, right. Yeah. Which is a whole other thing, but you know, mm-hmm. we'll get there. We will get there. Uh, we'll all get there. Because um, what other choice do we have, you know? None. None. None at all. Um, well, that's uh, this episode of the Comedy Bureau Field Report. Thank you so much, David, uh, for joining me. Um, do you want to plug anything? Uh, tell people where they can find you on the internet. Uh, Twitter.com, at the G is silent. Instagram, CoolGuyJokes87. Yeah. Watch Faded on Twitch, Faded Comedy LA. Uh, listen to All Fantasy Everything. And shout and, out uh, AFE, yeah. You know, if you ever heard, I did a maniac show with a guy named Sam Talent called Shining, and that might come back for a second turn quarantine. Who yeah. knows? Wow, doing your duty, man. Just providing the people with content. So I'm out here. I'm active. I'm a part of the world. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. All of, I mean, that's a lot of, if you were able to just like dive into the David Borey catalog of content, <laughs> you could make it through the pandemic. You could get through the Boryverse for sure. Yeah. Just even, I think at this point, Gliss, if you started All Fantasy Everything, which is a great podcast that you should listen to, I'm so sorry we didn't talk about it. If you were to listen, binge listen from start to finish now, you might reach the end of the pandemic. It's really long. It's really long. It's like a, it's like a lot of two-hour episodes. Oh, yeah. Well, because some people make stupid choices, and you have to talk about it. Yeah, we have to scream about it. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Sean Jordan and never living down uh, bean burrito, no onions. He never will. He n- and as he shouldn't. Yeah, no, he doesn't deserve it. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, please check out all that stuff um, for uh, David. Um, oh, and I wanted to, I forgot this one part uh, of recommendations. Do you have anything that you've been watching that you've really been enjoying you want to shout out? Fucking Robbie. Oh, yeah. Robbie. That was the thing I was going to say. Dude, oh, oh, shit. Uh, yeah. Okay. No, we can both talk about oh, it. Oh, yeah. I loved it. I thought it was like, it was like really cool to see Rory get a chance to be Rory. Yeah. And like, just like showcase that humor that we all love so much from him. The show has a ton of heart. It's the sheers. Right. Everybody's great on it. Just, yeah. yeah, man. It was so good. I, uh, I think Rory Scovel is one of the funniest people working in comedy period. And, oh yeah. Yeah, and then I, what I love about the show, I, I love shows where they show bad people getting their comeuppance. <laughs> like he's unapologetically like an idiot and like a, like a greedy person. And he he's just great, never, though. he never gets his. And I love it, I love it. I love that yeah. they had James Austin Johnson jump off a roof. Yeah, man. And the whole thing is great. They just, the, I really love, everything is just like the right amount of offbeat. It, like they're, the timing of it, the writing of it is just like the right amount of weird. Yeah, he's, it's, it's so good, man. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's my recommendation. Yeah, and you can binge all of Robbie on ComedyCentral.com uh, or on YouTube. They uh, put it all on there, all eight episodes and binge right through that. Robbie is really great. Uh, I'm Jay Kroger. Uh, you can find the Comedy Bureau across platforms at the Comedy Bureau or go to thecomedybureau.com to find about uh, comedy that's happening right now uh, that's all across the world because I get to even list shows in London and maybe Australia sometimes. Oh, uh, yeah. That's the one silver lining about this is that <laughs> things are just happening everywhere all the time. Um, and I get to cover it. Uh, I. I'm on Instagram at not the supermarket and on Twitter at MFJ Kroger. Um, if you want to support the comedy bureau, cause definitely uh, it needed it beforehand before the pandemic and definitely needs it now. Uh, and especially the stay at home order got extended. Uh, you can go um, support us on Patreon or GoFundMe or Venmo at Jake Kroger. All of that will be in the show notes. Um, is there anything you want to say in signing off? to the world of comedy, to LA comedy, what have you? Uh, no. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I covered it. I covered you, it. <laughs> you covered it. You covered it for sure. I like to say that comedy is still happening. And uh, as the great Brody Stevens would say, enjoy it. You got it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
Music by Brian Guineo. Artwork by Andrew Delman and KT. And part of the Believe Podcast family. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.